It's the rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour et bonsoir. C'est Simon. It's Simon Marcel. Welcome to the rendezvous. I am going to, by the way, listen to your voicemail and answer the voicemail. Thanks for that. It feels like the rendezvous is open 24-7 when I hear so many voicemails and questions. Thank you for, for that very much. Um, but before we start, I was talking to my dad who has been married to my mom for about 54 years. <laughs> 54 years, fantastic marriage. And my dad gave me that advice, so I want to share it with you. He said, you know, one of the secrets is we, we never stop charming each other. It really, it's like when you're with somebody, don't take them for granted when it comes to romance and love. Charm your partner, charm them more. You can never charm your wife or your husband enough. That's the words of a wise man, my dad. I love my dad, I miss him. They're all in Paris. Anyway, back to you, back to you questions, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Alissa. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Alissa. So what's going on with the guy you are dating right now? Yes, so the guy I'm dating right now, um, I noticed on his phone he downloaded uh, a lot of new dating apps. Really? Yeah, like a lot, like ones I didn't even know existed. Okay, well, that's kind of strange. Are you guys exclusive? Um, yeah, well, I mean, we, we live together. We've been together for three years. So, oh, um, okay. I don't, I don't know okay. if something has changed, uh, but it seems like maybe it has for him. So, did you snoop into his phone to see that, or you just had access because you have his password? Um, he doesn't have a password on his phone, and I was right by his phone. And he got a, a notification, and I it just caught my attention. I don't normally snoop. I really don't. But it just mm. so happened that I saw something on there. Okay. How did that make you feel how, when you saw that? What, how did you feel? Completely devastated. I mean, I feel like I know him so well and can tell him anything. And it feels unreal. Like, why would he, why would he do that? Why wouldn't he have that conversation with me first? Good point. Did you talk about it with him? Um, no, that's why I'm calling you, <laughs> because I okay. don't really know that I'm ready to have that conversation. I mean, it's going to mean so much in terms of my life change. I mean, I'm going to have to find a new place to live. I mean, it's going to be too much, I think, to deal with right now. Okay. You already know there's a problem. Obviously, you know, you found those apps. Uh, boys or girls go on those apps to find other partners. So, uh, in your intuition, do you think it's too late and, you know, he's already seen people? Do you feel in your intuition that there's no need for a talk about him changing his behaviors or what's your take? I, I mean, I think it's over, honestly. I mean, I, um, oh. it just feels okay. like such a breach of trust. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, he's just, he's always been um, so honest with me and so forthcoming, I thought anyway. And now I wonder really... Has he had a, another partner this whole time? I mean, does he have a, a yeah. secret life that I don't know about? I mean, it's just really, um, it's hard to not think of everything else that I don't know about this person I've spent so much time with now. I understand 100%. So here's my advice. I think you know what to do and you'll know when to do it. But you've got to prepare your exit. And I agree with you. If it's too late, then what you've got to think of where you're going to live, what's the financial, what's the details, and then you pick your moment, Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm okay. sorry that happened to you, you know. That sucks. 
thank you so much. You're most welcome. Thank you so much for your call. Good luck to you. Be strong and have a good night. Thank you so much. You too. Coming up, I am going to go answer Sherry's voicemail because she has a very important question to ask me about her man. So her question is next. So Sherry left me a voicemail at 855-905-8255 with a very interesting question. Take a listen. Bonjour, Simon. This is Sherry. Hi. Um, I've been with my boyfriend for a while and I'm starting to ask myself, like, is he the one? And I want to know uh, from your point of view what questions I should ask myself to know if he's the one. Um, so I'm really looking forward to hearing your response. I'll be listening. I'm so curious what you have to say. Uh, so thank you so much, Simon. Okay, bye. Sherry, thank you so much for the voicemail and the question. Yeah, How do you know uh, when you're with somebody if they are the one? That's a great question. I'll answer next. So Sherry left me a voicemail asking me, really, you know, how do I know if my partner is the one? How do I know if my guy, as she says, is the one? Well, Sherry, the thing is, if you have to ask me, he's not. Because those feelings of it's the one, it consumes you. It's an obvious thing. It's, a, it's, a, it's the universe forces uh, put two of you together and you will know. So if you have to ask me or ask anybody else, it's simply not the one. When it's the one, you'll know it. You will feel you met your other half. You will feel completed, yes, like an egg was separated in two parts by the universe and reunited. That's how you know you met the one. So I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but if you had to ask me uh, and I don't know him, it's because you're not sure. And if you're not sure, he's not the one. That is my answer. Sorry. The one is waiting for you somewhere else, though. So uh, keep the faith. Thank you, Sherry. And you call that next. If you have a question for me, call 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Rachel. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Rachel. What's going on with your boyfriend? How can I help you? Well, you know, we're getting ready to get engaged. And we've been talking about... Um, combining a bank account, you know, just to have one to use for house stuff. And we kind of just always split everything. But I'm like, do I have my own separate side account? And he has his, and then we have our own combined. I'm just, I don't want it to, I don't want money to mess anything up because it hasn't so far. But, you know, sometimes he wants to buy things and make sure that he takes care of it. So I want to keep the romance in it still of, things like that. So I guess it's a money question. No, but you know, no romance without finance. <laughs> Meaning if you're unstable financially, constantly worried, or one of the two is spending money, the other one, you know, behind people's back. It's so, so I, I'm glad you called me, Rachel, because it's a key question. It's the number one issue that comes up. Usually it's a, a money problem. So um, how long have you been together? Over three years. Well, three years. Okay. Mm -hmm. um, you have not suspected any full play of any kind, right? Oh, no. No. Okay, cool. All right. So, ideally, if it was up to you, what would you prefer when it comes to the finance? I don't know. I think sometimes when we buy things the last couple of years, like if I buy, you know, a bunch of nail polish or like a dress or shoes or something, I don't put that into our joint expenses. I kind of do that stuff on my own. So I kind of think I would like to still have my own little thing if I want to go, you know, buy myself something nice. 
Sure. Well, then that's the answer. I see nothing wrong with that, that you guys each keep a bank account for yourself, make a common bank account where you put the same thing for house expenses and stuff like that, and each of you keep a separate bank account where you don't have to answer to each other what you do with it. Yeah. I think that's. I, I think I felt I knew that. I just needed to kind of like say it out loud. <laughs> All right. That's what I'm here for. Listen, that's what I'm here for, and I'm glad you called me, so thank you. And good luck with everything. Congratulations on on the engagement and, and many years of happiness. Thank you so much. You got it. Have a good night. Good night, Simon. Coming up, I'm going to go listen to my voicemails because Ashley left me one with a question for me and I want to help her. So her voicemail is next. So if you have a question for me and uh, 24-7, not just doing show hours, um, leave me a voicemail with your question. I'll get to it. 855 905 8255. Let's listen to Ashley's uh, voicemail. Bonjour, Simon. Um, this is Ashley. Um, my fiance is not working at the moment because of all of the um, issues going on with COVID. And I am also not working at the moment. And we live in a small condo. And I mean, I shouldn't be complaining about this, but he does not understand personal space. I need my alone time. It helps me think, like, it, it helps me get through the day, um, and I just enjoy spending time by myself, and he just wants to do every single thing together. And I'm just trying to figure out a way to politely explain boundaries without offending him, insulting him, or starting a fight, because we are in such close quarters, and there is no end of this insight. I'm really looking forward to hearing advice from you. Thanks, Ashley. How do you tell your partner you need a little space? I'm going to tell you that next. If during these crazy days of quarantining and then everything's going on, you feel stuck with your partner in terms of, you know, not enough space, you know, one-bedroom apartment, a studio, even a two-bedroom, it depends. But how do you tell your partner you need a little space? Here's what you should say. You should say, listen, it's not against you. Always start like this. It's not against you, but, you know... Um, Proximity, too much proximity kills the romance, kills the intimacy. So I need a little bit of space. I know we're doing the best we can, I appreciate it, but it's not against you, but for us to be sane, I can't have you so close to me all the time. And to keep the romance alive and to keep the sanity alive, remember the extreme proximity is a danger to your relationship, your sanity, and your romantic life. So you use those arguments uh, that's my advice. You call the next. You know how like, it's really the world is upside down. You know what's, what we need? You know what's not upside down? is romance. That's what we need. A little bit of sweet romantic story. Just to remind ourselves there's some sweet stories going on in this world, in this crazy world. So if you have a story to share, 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Kendall. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, bonjour, Kendall. So I understand you and your partner have a very romantic little ritual, routine. What, what, what do you guys do that is romantic? Um, well, we live, uh, there's a, a little park right near our house. And every day at lunchtime, we take whatever we're going to have for lunch and a little blanket and we go to the park and we just find a spot in the shade under a tree and spread out our blanket and just you know, have lunch together. It just feels so nice. It's very simple, but it feels just so nice to be outside, you know, and outside if we have enough distance between people, we can, we can be free. We don't have to wear masks. We can just be with each other. 
have our lunch, talk to the squirrels. It's just a very <laughs> sweet, romantic time, you know. I love that. Speak to yeah. Listen, I I understand. Um, I've been spending the last almost five months alone with my teddy bear, Mr. Lewis, and I do speak to the deers or the raccoons or uh, the, the the snake in the lake, Mr. Victor. So I, I understand you speak to the to the squirrel. We speak to who we can, right? And so I like your routine. Thank you so much for sharing. I think that's really sweet. I appreciate that story. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I mean, you know, you got You do what you can. You know. You got it. You do what you can. Until better days. No question about it. Thank you so much, Kendall, and have a good night. Thank you, Simon. You too. Coming up, I am going to answer an Instagram DM I got from Amina, who has an interesting question for me, and so I really want to answer. So her Instagram DM is next. So Amina sent me an Instagram DM question at Rendezvous Radio. She goes, Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Simon. It seems like every time I start talking to a new guy, they always ask me why I'm still single, and I never know what to say. What are men looking for when they ask this question? And is there a right way to answer? Ah, that's an interesting question, right? Why do men sometimes ask you, or sometimes women ask you, uh, why you are still single? What does that mean? I'm going to answer that next. Have you ever been on a date and then the person in front of you says, how come you're still single? That is the exact question Amina sent me on Instagram DM at Rendezvous Radio. She wants to know why guys ask her that question over and over. What does it mean when a guy says to you, why are you still single? And is there a right way to answer? So I'm going to be honest. What it means is what's wrong with you? Because that's what the translation is. What's wrong with you? Usually, you know, somebody finds you charming, attractive, but you've been, you know, you don't have kids, you haven't been married or something. They figure out a way. So hey, why are you still single? Meaning you shouldn't be single. What's wrong with you for being single? And my answer to that, because sometimes uh, a few ladies in my life have asked me the same question, I would say, that's my life. And why are you still single? Who cares? There's nothing wrong or right to answer. Answer the truth, because that's what you've chosen to be. You're single today, and it's all about here and now. Never be embarrassed by being single. And say it out loud. I hope that helps. Amina, you call that next. If you have a question about your relationship, call the rendezvous now. 855-905-8255. Bonjour, Amelia. Bonjour, Simon. What's going on with you, man? How can I help you? Well, I need some advice. I have been dating uh, a wonderful man for the past four months, and everything is great. Um, but I just have one little hiccup in our relationship. I can't stand his cooking. And what? I don't quite know how to tell him. And he is very adamant about, you know, and it's so sweet, but he's very adamant about cooking, like, all of our dinners. He wants me to just sit and relax and have a glass of wine while he cooks and we talk. But I just do not care for his food. It is just so bland, and he's so proud of it, and I don't <laughs> want to hurt his feelings. Wait a minute. What are we talking about food-wise? Give me a couple of dishes that he cooks for you and you really don't like them. Yeah, so for instance, like he cooked um, pork chops last night with mashed potatoes and green beans. And there's just not any seasonings. And if I add, you know, salt or, you know, pepper to it, like while we're at the table, he'll kind of question it. Not in a bad way, but he'll just be like, oh, you know, is it not enough or does it not taste good? And he just, I guess his palate is just very different than mine. He likes it very bland, and I like very flavorful food. 
And I can tell that it's a touchy subject and that it will hurt his feelings. So I don't know how to go about it. Yes, there is a word that I like in that case called compromise. (laughs) And compromise would be that uh, you cook for him because you love him so much that you don't want to be passive. You say, listen, I don't want to be passive all the time. I want to also be active and showing you, you know, uh, a good time. So from now on, uh, I really want to cook half the time. And it's 50-50. And give him, say, listen, I'll give you four days. I'll take three. And also, I want you to be at ease if you want to add anything you want to my cooking. Go ahead, and I'll do the same with yours. Why? Because eating uh, a cooked meal is a blessing, and it should be about the quality of, of the food, too. And, and um, no one of us should be you know, upset or misunderstanding the fact that we both love each other, and we both want to cook for each other. That's a good idea. I like how you put that. So... Compromise. It's an important word in relation to compromise. Yes. And then, and and if I was your man, I would appreciate that too. 50 50. I like 50 50. I don't think it should be just one way. It's good 50 50. Thank you. You're welcome. Good luck to you, Amelia. I hope you, uh, you, you, the food gets better at home and it will. And I'm sure I'll be happy with the compromise. So thank you for calling and have a good night. Thanks, Simon. Last question for tonight. Would you continue? dating someone if they told you they were not completely over their ex. Let's talk about that next. Would you continue dating someone if they told you they were not completely over their ex? You know, like the rebound, like you, you meet somebody, you date somebody, and then you feel it. Your intuition goes, this person is not over their ex, I can tell. So would you continue to date somebody like this? Interestingly enough, 93% of you voted no, and 7% of you voted yes on my social media at Rendezvous Radio. So um, I personally can attest that I've done both, continue and not continue. It all depends on where they are uh, in the process of you know, burying the past. That's really, you know, it's like bury the past to kiss the future. So I, I've done both. Thank you so much for voting, by the way. Thank you for spending this evening with me. Thank you et bonsoir. The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel.